Chipmunks and lizards. Can you believe lizards. it? Lizards. Can you believe we're finally getting to chipmunks and li- lizards? I'm so glad that we said lizard and because I wanted to tell you that DoorDash, you know, the delivery service, they now have where you can also, they'll stop somewhere else for you with no extra delivery charge. So you can order... <laughs> Mexican food and then say and then stop by the Dairy Queen for a blizzard on the way. And by the way, there there's this Oreo mocha chip, I think is what it's called. Blizzard. Oh to die for can will they do like several errands for you? Can I add like three or four stops so I don't ever have to leave the house? I don't know about that, but you can that you can get from Seven Eleven, from the Dollar Store, from the Walgreens. There really is. It's all kind of stores now too on there. But of course, mostly wow. I want a Blizzard. Also, whatever I get, also I want a Blizzard on the way home. <laughs> they, you should, I hope that on your on your app they just have. Add Blizzard at the bottom. So it's just like it's a normal part of your instructions, whatever you're ordering. Well, you know, all apps and all this stuff, it's so evil because it does just put right back up there. Order this again. Order this again. Remember oh, yeah. this, this time you ordered yeah. $90 worth of food? Remember this great time you had? Yeah. Want, want to do it again? Panera knows me, even though, as I've said on the show, they're the healthiest fast food restaurant. Every time I order, it's like, add a cookie? And I'm like, I mean, they do know me. They 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 have read all my profiles. They know what I what I'm into. Of course, I want to add a cookie. Have you ever been asked that question? You don't want to add a cookie? Well, yeah, in some instances, I have because I'd rather add a Blizzard on the way home. What does <laughs> mean if it's like that's the only thing they're offering? But, yeah. Well, they're offering it for an extra eight dollars. Kendall, now do you think this? society of humans don't you just really believe in your heart of hearts we have all in one way or another we've just been driven completely insane well yeah do you th- i think that we all have you could listen to the arc of our show over 15 years and oh. see the insanity we've gone through oh, so please. yes of course it's palpable it, it is palpable you can cut it with a knife uh, the insanity you can, oh, and those. You can feel it with a knife. You can feel it with a knife. You can also feel it with a knife. <laughs> I like that expression best of all, I think. But Kendall, no, I just like everybody. I told you I'm going insane. Everybody is. It's the thing. It's not even the thing to do. It's, it's the thing that cannot help but happen. Everyone is being driven insane in totally bizarre ways. People are living in, you know, just reality 
debunking. They're 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 yeah. rebuking. Today's a hundred percent of insanity. Fantasy, just fantasy worlds is where they're living, Kendall. Complete and total fantasy. If you go through like if you're on social media and you like scroll through like they have like live pe- like people just going live like just doing random uh. stuff like it you could just see humanity in ju- just a quick glance and it's just like. What people have lost their minds. They have lost their minds. I'm so glad that you said that too, because uh, it's such a great thought. I want to copyright this thought. Copyright patent pending on this thought. If it's on the, if it's on the cover of the New England Journal of Medicine soon, it, it was you heard it here first, folks. All right, back in the old days, right? There was always mass hysteria, but you had to actually be in a crowd, and somebody had to be like, "Hey, get a." pitchfork and you get a torch and we're gonna go and go after Frankenstein right like you you had to be there and you you had to bring accessories like torches and pitchforks and well they got accessories now too unfortunately for mass hysteria now you don't even have to leave the house you don't have to get out of your pajamas you get on the phone and you open whatever other evil app ones that don't even offer blizzards on the side and you open up a, something like twitter or as i call it shitter twitter and you you can instantly join an angry mob of some sort whether it's people live tweeting their anger they'll even suggest them for you they will. they're like we found a group you might like we found another angry mob you might want to join and yeah. It, it, and it happens in, of course, horrible ways, and then also just in insane ways. And so, just weird. People become, you know, like, oh, I guess this is an okay thing to do if everybody in this one Reddit, subreddit forum thinks it's okay. So, again, do you understand? Am I making, am I going to be on the cover of the New England Journal of Health? Cliff, I think you are. And, and it's so great because you did segue perfectly into our topic, chipmunks. Chipmunks. Because, hey, we've lost our mind, too. Why not? Let's just talk about chipmunks instead. You know how I love Alvin and the chipmunks. and Yeah, I would much rather just look at a chipmunk. Now, this is something I thought was a little bit odd. The other day, or actually today, I don't know why I was trying to pass it off as a few days ago. It's today. It was right before the show. <laughs> Liar! I was on the old YouTube, and I, I thought, I want to see and if there's old, you know, Alvin and the Chipmunks cartoons from the, the 80s that we used to watch. Uh-huh. Or I did. I was, I loved and I did. I looked on, and I found one episode on It there. was a fair assumption of it, too. The episode that I, that I started watching, the whole thing was like this parody of Moonlighting. You know, the Sybil Shepherd and what's his yeah, face? Yeah. Show. What's his name? Bruce Willis. Yeah. The whole thing was that. It was like a dream that Brittany, the chipette, was having. And it was all about Moonlighting. Isn't that fascinating? folks. It's fascinating. We're following you, Cliff. That's it. I just thought that was fascinating. Moonlighting. The whole thing. 30 minutes. 
30 minutes. 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Whole thing. Whole thing. Whole thing. There you go. Chipmunks. That's the first All right, fact. Chipmunks. There's an episode like that in Alvin and the Chipmunks. All right. Let's uh. see, Cliff. Let's let's hit the first fact. Let's hit, hit the first chipmunk fact. Hit him. Now, do you do you have a lot of chipmunks around where you're where uh. you're living? Not in downtown Busseltown. We have a lot of rats the size of bread boxes, a lot of swarms of bees. A lot I of guess that's possums. why there's not a lot of chipmunks. All the rats eat, would eat them. Probably. Last but, uh, night I saw three possums standing one on top of the other with a trench coat on. They were trying to use a fake ID to buy beer. <laughs> anyway, Kendall, no. What, what, no, chipmunks, what about them? Do you love them? I love them. There are, there are a lot in the South Bushletown suburbs. I have them all over the house. They tunnel all through our garden. In the front and the back, they're oh, the dogs. so like, cute. Every morning, Sebastian like just flies out the door wanting to catch a chipmunk and it's truly i just laugh because i feel like it's pluto chasing alvin and and or um uh, simon and theodore the chipmunks you know from disney it just feels so much it like is. that cartoon he never catches them and he never will because he just can't oh, keep, keep up with them but um but yeah they're all over the house there i find tunnels of under my garden all the time I love that. <laughs> I know I do too. Well, like I said, there's so many of them, but I, I do love just like seeing them and they'll hop up in the garden and we'll sit in the front window and watch them in the morning. It's just, it's like our own nature show. Well, I love that nature show, Kendall. I love it. I hope it gets renewed for another season. Kendall, uh, some people are trying to pass out a dirty rumor <gasps> about chipmunks. Have you heard this on the street? People are saying that chipmunks are technically squirrels. Have you heard this? No. It's what they say. Bullshit. Says they're Debunked. part of the squirrel family Scuridae, as are prairie dogs, woodchucks, and marmots. And chipmunks are the smallest and cutest sure, member but, of the family. But you don't call but, a woodchuck a squirrel. So why would you call a chipmunk a squirrel? There's, they may be in the family, but they're no. their own thing. And nobody ever asks how much monk could a chipmunk monk if a chipmunk could monk chips. Right, right. right nobody right, asks that. Right, right. Fair, 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 point, fair, point, fair, 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 Cliff. Um, Cliff, if you need to, if you need to get chipmunks like to bait them. So I mean, of course, people bait to trap them. But if you want to bait them to come up to say. Hey, chipmunk, and like pet them, which you probably shouldn't do. They'll bite you. No. But use peanut butter. And if you want to keep them away, just sprinkle some peanut oil or peppermint oil around, and that they don't like it. <laughs> and they'll just stay away. I was going to say, why don't they like peanut oil if they love the peanut butter so much? <laughs> Sorry, I had peanut on my mind. Oh, boys, isn't this a fascinating historical site here in the middle of Busseltown, and they're going to tear it down? Isn't that oh, a dear. pity, boys? I'm so glad I talked you both into doing a show here. I hope that you've went over the history already in the building and how beautiful it is. Well, we were just starting to. It's, of course, called the Old Hackmore Place. We're just getting into and it. And it's a large... What do you call it? This style of building, Mrs. Pottermatterbutterchurn. It's this uh, old, early mid-century Gothic dance. It has such such beautiful arches, and the 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 dental crown molding. It's just so beautiful. I can't believe they're going to tear it down. I don't like the dental crown molding. It makes me think of teeth. 
and uh, frankly, I'm glad that let went out of style. Oh dear, that's that's why they had it then, dear, because they they were so aware that you would have a full set of teeth. <laughs> People like to look up and see yes. all the teeth going around the room, dear. It made them feel very good. Oh yes, because they didn't have teeth like that of their own, boys. Many people, such as my uncle Pepperoni, they were missing many, many teeth, more and more each day. Well, we that is very interesting. I mean, we have a lot to cover about the building, so I, maybe you guys should keep going on your tour so we can get back to all our facts. We don't want to run out of time before the, you know, before the big destruction. Sugarlump, do you have any more film for the camera in your purse? I want to make sure we document every crevice of this old, beautiful, historical, town. Oh, what a landmark that soon will be no more. Yeah, don't you remember before we left, I put them in the other bag and I said, do not forget this bag, it has the film oh, in it. Oh, no, I thought you said, oh. I thought you said this bag has the filament in it, and I didn't know what you were talking about, so I left that bag in the garage, Sugarlump. Oh, goodness, dear. We, we better go ask around if anyone has some film. Oh, we could probably get some at the local store, dear. I'm sure they sell all kinds. <laughs> oh, I don't think they're going to find any film. Uh, I don't Cliff, know. Back to chipmunks. So, do you know, they... Like chirp. Have you heard them chirp before? Chirp, Kendall, those are birds. No, Cliff. So all this time in my backyard, I would hear this, and I was like, "What the hell is that?" And I thought it was some weird bird, but it was chipmunks. They they make this weird chirp, and that's what it's just. It's so loud and so obnoxious. And early I said Simon and Theodore, but I meant Chip and Dale. Obviously. Uh, well, no, it was just a crossover. I thought you were just doing an old-fashioned crossover episode. Oh, well, you know. That'd be good, too. We'll have, we'll have crossover. I didn't think it was your your dementia <laughs> creeping in. <laughs> oh, no, my dementia's well crept, crept in by this point. Crept. It's considered it's crept. It crept, Kendall. Consider it crept. Now, do you know why they have those stripes? Not like the, you know, Pepe Le Pew has a stripe to help him get uh, cats horny. But chipmunks have stripes because they help them blend in with their surroundings and fade away from predators. And you know that... Like hawks and owls. Yeah, do you know they have different calls for the different predators? Did you know this? They make different I did. Well, maybe that's why they've been screaming when I was out in my backyard. Probably they're like, fat man, fat man. <laughs> oh, yeah, what is the fat man sound? Fat man, fat man, fat man, fat man. Oh, I haven't heard that exactly. Chipmunks, oh my God, don't you love them? You can have them as a pet. No, you should not have them as a pet. You can, but they, they make good pets. No, they don't. Clean animals. They, they groom themselves, and they don't require special pets. They live way longer do in captivity not, than they do in the wild. Do not get a chipmunk as a pet, anybody. <clears throat> Unless they are singing three-part harmony, leave the chipmunks alone. <laughs> well, don't do it to a child, obviously. No, I didn't say do it to a child either, Kendall. Don't do it to a child or a chipmunk. Why are you giving people all these terrible... Ideas. Kendall's gonna say, "Why don't we just go ahead and get a John Benet Ramsey chipmunk 
and tart her all up. Now, this next chipmunk fact reminded me of you, Kendall, and me. Because they're not picky eaters. They'll just eat any old thing. Such as this is like us. Fungus, fruit, insects, worms, flower buds, snails, newborn baby birds, all the stuff. And you know, their cheeks are capacious, just like ours, which means they will expand to hold huge amounts of food. Oh, I watch them stuff those cheeks with tons of food out front of a house. It's so much, it's so cute. They look like little cartoons. It makes me so jealous that I can't really get that many muffins (laughs) and cupcakes in my mouth. I mean, could you imagine the buffet? We'd be able to stuff so much more in there and take it home with us. Yeah, but so all that that you just mentioned, Cliff, makes them highly... beneficial to the environment eating all that fungi and spreading the microzea and fungus that helps increase water and nutrient as absorption in plants well sure. they do so much for the environment uh, they're little environmentalists i love that about them kendall now do you know it's so sad they they can't even see how cute they are when they're born they're born blind did you know this i didn't now i do for lo- for for a long time and then they eventually open their eyes and they see their reflection and they think well aren't I just the cutest thing now do you think that so A they either have to learn from their other senses first or B so they don't get real vain at first knowing how beautiful they are and how cute they are it's that's one of the age old questions but you know they need about 15 hours of sleep a day much like us that's also like us now, Kendall, that you do this, just like male chipmunks, you inflate your vocal sac. Do it all the time. All the time. That's whenever Susan walks in the room, I see your vocal <laughs> sac just expand. Cliff, I lo- I've inflated my vocal sac so many years ago. That's why my face is so fat and huge. It just stays inflated. <laughs> just so... When people talk about inflation, I first think of your face, and then I <laughs> have to... You think right. I think right. Kendall, I think right. Sometimes I'm right, sometimes I'm wrong, but most of the time I am right. And I am also very right about the next segment, and it's something that you and I love to do. We can't help but do it, because it's just in our nature to nurture everyone and help people. Kendall, it's time to help some people. It's also in our contract. uh, Listen, our contract is nothing compared to Charles the Contractor's contract. Have you seen it? It's like three phone books. Remember phone books? Who was his lawyer, by the way? Who was his lawyer? I think he represented himself, just like he has in court all those times. We should have went went to his law school. I never get that kind of uh, treatment on any contract I sign. Well, okay. well, well, bitch, bitch, I'm gonna bitch. I'm going to start us out this All week, right. Cliff, because I'm so excited to help some people. Okay. Right, here we go. Me... Oh, here's mine over here. Oh, but the oh, okay. so That was hard to get into. All right. Dear Cliff and Kendall, I have a friend, Tara, I have known for a long time. Early in our friendship, when we made plans, she would bring her boyfriend along without asking or telling me she was. And when, when she began dating her now husband, it continued. I did grow to like him and uh. oh, did that a lot even though I still liked him and uh, and appreciated the chance to get to know him. But I thought it could have been handled better. You know, a planned event where we all hung out occasionally, not her dragging him along to everything we had planned together. But anyway, she's married now 
and a mother, and now every time we hang out, she brings along her rambunctious six-year-old. Uh, Tara's mother is older and lives with her, and sometimes she even comes along with him too. I'm the boy's godmother, and we're close, and she calls me auntie, and I love him dearly, but that doesn't mean I don't want some alone friend time with Tara. The child is not well-behaved, let's just say, so taking him out in public isn't always pleasant or easy. I'm a planner, and I dislike getting railroaded with babysitting when I anticipated a fun girl's day out. Because that's so much to ask. Tara usually waits until right before we're getting together to say he's coming, changes our plans, or waits until she's on her way to say, I hope it's okay, Bobby's coming with me. I find it rude and disrespectful of me and our time together. I hate to lose a longtime friend, but I've uh, never known what I'm getting into with her and now hesitant to make plans with her. What do I do in this situation? And that's simmering in Slugsville. Oh, wow. All right. Well, I have a song for you. Oh, wow. Let's see. Let me see if I can find it over here in the jukebox here. Uh, you got to kick it. You got to kick, kick it. Kick it. Kick it. Why don't you have Mrs. Potter? Miss, hey, hold, hey, guys. Hey, Mrs. Potter, Butter, Butter, why don't you come in here for just a second and tell us something historical about this building? Oh, dear. I got to find this I, I song. I thought you'd never ask, dear. Oh, good luck, dear. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Daffodil. You see, dear, this building was built in 1827. Isn't that wonderful? You see, they didn't have plumbing at the time, and they didn't have the cobblestone street in yet. It was just all dirt. So that's why, you see, the level of the doors are so much higher than you normally see in this kind of a building. And it, it just fascinates me, dear. That's why you have to step down when you come in. It's just, it wasn't typical of the time. But they had to add in the pipes and the cobblestone, which raised it four to five inches. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, and also, they, they didn't use the kind of air conditioning and, and heating as they used to in this type of building. You see, back in those days, they used a boiler right. for radiant okay, that's heat. Good. And that's why Thank they had you, the Mrs. Radiator. Potter Butter Butter Churn. Oh, dear, but Thank I have a lot you. more to say Thank about you. that. Okay. Dear, well, make sure we get a picture of the radiators, dear. All right. Well, I, I've got a song for What's-Her-Face. Here it is. All right. This is a remix. I think it's about to kick in. Beat's about to drop. Maybe. Yeah, here we go. It's not right, but it's okay. Shanda, it's not right, but it's okay. That's what Whitney says. And that's what what's her name is gonna also say as well. That's, that's it. That's my best advice. Put it in the helped pile. Kendra, would you please? I want to feel the I heat get fat with somebody. somebody. Kendall, this one says, <sighs> Dear Cliff and Kendall. Oh, it started with that, huh? I'm becoming more and more irritated with people. I 
get it? <laughs> My fuse is short, and I'm prone to bursts of anger. <laughs> Today, like I watched a, another driver run a red light. And I proceeded to honk my horn, lower my window, and give the guy my middle finger. Yeah, I know it's risky, but I couldn't help the impulse. I'm sick of people. They are, in my opinion, self-centered, inconsiderate jerks who need to be smacked. Stupid questions also set me off. And I'm not talking about your segment. I have been snapping at my wife and kids and their friends, which is not something I intend. What can I do, Cliff and Kendall, to get a grip on my temper and not act out the way I have been doing? And that is signed, nice guy in North Busheltown. Kendall, what can he do? Well, Cliff, he's come to the right place. Because it's not right, but it's okay. First of all, Kendall's gonna solve your problem today. That's what I'm here for. Not only is he just like us in that we have this same rage, but here we are on this episode talking about how to deal with, or uh, no, sorry, that wasn't this episode. We're always talking about having to deal, how to deal. Well, we also just broached the subject last week about how to deal with, uh, with stress and anxiety and things you could do and to meditate. Like there's plenty of episodes of our show that go into depth about how to fix these issues. You've got a catalog of wealth and information at your disposal. And you don't even have to pay a monthly fee. Stop. Hold on. I love what you said. Because I just love what you just said. Okay, now here's why. Because it gave me an idea. We should sell brooches in our store. <laughs> brooches. That's what you got out of what I said. Yeah. I love it. I, when you started said when you said brooch, I said, oh. I know I saw a wall of brooches. Uh, now in that the one, store. Mrs. Potter Butter Butter may agree with you on. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Cliff. All right. Did, all right. I, did I help them? Did I solve it? I stopped paying attention. I'm hoping that you did solve it. I know that it's not right, but it's okay. I can't remember. And I'm going to make it anyway. Kendall, chipmunks, uh, is there anything more that we need to say about the lovely chipmunk? Most, they're almost exclusively in North America, oh. in case you're wondering. Well, they're also, they're also loners. They're a loner, Dottie. They're a rebel. So they're like us. I think we, we've covered all the big ones. I mean, they live subterraneously. They love to burrow under the ground. That's why my dogs love to, he loves to get in there and want to tunnel in after him. Tunnel in after him. Tunnel. There you go. That's what happens sometimes. That's all I got to say about chipmunks, Cliff. Chipmunks, chipmunks, J-Rod, chipmunks. All right, I guess that's all I've got to say about them, too. Did we Did we read, did we do Dear Cliff and Kendall? We did. All right, then I have no other questions, Your Honor. I move <laughs> that we break for a recess. We adjourn for a recess. <laughs> we will reconvene after lunch. All right. We'll be right back. After this, here at the food court.
climate may be changing, but don't you go changing the channel. Cliff and Kendall will be right back. Is moral responsibility out of style? Our papers and our newsreels and, yes, our own observations tell us that immorality surrounds us as never before. We see violence in the streets, in our cities and suburbs, graft and corruption in the highest public offices to which we look for leadership, when scandal in local and national government has become so commonplace that many begin to consider a way of life. Then I say that we, as a nation, are not far from the kind of moral decay that has brought on the fall of other nations and people. In your heart, you know he's right. And now, welcome back to the show. 30 minutes, 30 minutes, 30 minutes, 30 minutes. Minute. Whole thing, whole thing, whole thing. Batman, Batman, Batman. So I was singing an elegy, a wordless, sort of hummed elegy for this building that's going to be torn down. Well, I thought it was beautiful, dear. It really made me focus on the beautiful parquet flooring. They, uh, they just don't set parquet in that direction like they used to, dear. The floors alone are so breathtaking, Sugarlump. I think we better go back out there and look at the floors some more before they are demolished forever. Oh, it's a shame we can't take part of the floor. I wonder if it will come up, dear. Maybe we well, can try don't, to crush don't, it. Don't go out there yet. Don't open the door. Don't open the door yet. We got some hot we need to subjects. Do, we need to do hot subjects. It's a segment our listeners love, but even they sometimes can't believe we would talk about subjects as hot as these on the air. But we will. It's our duty, and we need you as part of the crew here to weigh in uh, on here, the hot you, subjects. Do you think it's really time to talk about hot subjects oh, while the, the building is about to be so. demolished? Well, yeah, we really you know, the Hackmore survey. House, it has so few hours left oh, on know, Earth, boys. Hey, here's, as we say, here's how you have to live life. You never know. We all may only have a few hours left, so we have to embrace these times together. Right now, and listen to some hot subjects. Oh, you know, there's a song on Celine Dion's Christmas album, which, by the way, how has she only had one Christmas album in all these years? You'd think she would be putting one Get out. Get it together. Every other year, she could be raking it. I, I mean, I guess she figures... All out the holly. She figures she's rolling in dough anyway. She doesn't need to, but that what? imagine she could feed a third world country if she put out a couple more Christmas she albums. deck the halls. Anyway, these times, like us all four here together, Together in the booth doing hot subjects. Uh, it's what she meant when she talked about these are the special times, which is the name of her Christmas album. And also, one of the songs on there goes like this These are the special times, times we'll remember. These are the special times, the sweetest times we'll hold in our hearts forever. And that when I hear it, I think of us doing hot subjects in here. So, is, is that your hot subject, dear? No, that was just a preamble. 
two. What is coming next? All right, Kendall, won't you hit oh, us? Hit us to, with to one. our constitution. We're bringing you. All right, Cliff. Everyone, two officers with the Busheltown Police Department were, ooh, Cliff. Everybody, they were fired for ignoring a robbery in progress Uh-oh. to play Pokemon Go oh, on their no. phones. The men uh, with, uh, were charged with multiple counts of misconduct, which had in part been based on a recording of them in the car. When a call came in about a robbery with multiple suspects in progress at Artie's Jewelry Store, instead of responding to the call, they tucked back in an alley just feet away from the jewelry store. Just minutes later, they began talking about Pokemon Go, and for approximately the next 20 minutes, the recording captured them discussing Pokemon Go as they drove to different locations with the virtual capture creatures apparently appeared on their mobile phones. During the period, the men caught two rare Pokemon, a Snorlax and a Togetic, Although it's not clear whether the suspects in the robbery were apprehended by the colleagues. It's, isn't that just terrible? No, because when you really think about it, what was what was being robbed? A jewelry store? Yeah. What is this, Gotham City? Somebody holding up the jewelry store over there? No, I mean, who cares? Jewelry store, I don't who care. Cares? Pokemon Go, oh, I don't care. Their business to make care, dear. That, oh, that was their hard-earned money, dear. Hopefully they were well insured, boys. Uh, that's all I can pray for. Well, I think it really... Uh, although, Cliff, that probably would have been us if we were the cops. We were like, I don't really want to go and do that. No. That's scary. I think it's fine. I think I got one message. It's not right, but it's okay. I'm gonna make it. Oh, Cliff, it's so controversial anyway. over there with Blue Lives Matter. Dolphins. <laughs> I'll show you what matters. Just come over here. <laughs> Dolphins. I'll, I'll show you what matters. Dolphins. Oh, these subjects are hot. Dolphins are thought of as one of the most intelligent species in the animal kingdom. Oh, they're so cute, dear. They, sh- they are intelligent. Oh well, you, <laughs> I don't know, Mrs. Potterboat Butterjar. You may. Eat your words, because experts believe they have put their ingenuity to use in the pursuit of getting high. In extraordinary scenes, that sounds smart to me. Filmed for a new documentary, young teen dolphins, I'm sure, were seen carefully manipulating a certain kind of puffer fish, which, if provoked, releases a nerve toxin. And though large doses of the toxin can be deadly, small amounts get you feeling good, I guess. Hey, it produces a narcotic effect. <laughs> that must be what the dolphins say in their speak, when they, or in their talk when they say that. One would imagine. The and language. The dolphins language appeared the to have worked out how to make the fish release just the right amount. Carefully chewing on the puffer and passing it between one another... The marine mammals then enter what seems <laughs> to be a trance-like state. The behavior was captured on camera by some zoologists, and they were getting intoxicated and hanging around with their noses at the surface as if fascinated by their own reflections. Oh, Dolphins. Yeah, well, now, one could argue that intelligence and... And, and making the correct decisions are two different things, dear. But I, I will stand by the fact that they're very intelligent <laughs> finding that out, dear. Although I can't condone any use of drugs, of course. 
vowels are not ready to hear stories about animals b- becoming drug addicts. Boys. Oh, I'm so. Oh, I do hope un- they found their therapy program after that test. Well, I don't know. It did didn't mention that. Now, well, I was going to say something about dolphins and puffer fish. I don't know. Something about dolphins. We're passing around a puffer. Puffy. Passing around a puffy. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Yeah. What do you got, Kendall? Oh, uh, all right, I got another one for you here. Farmer Randy Clifton, he's decided to erect, or he did erect, a his prize-winning spud that he grew. It was 15 feet long, huge potato. That must have been some sort of record, I'm sure. Anyway, he put it up in front of his farm for people to stop by and take photos with it. But a lot of people in the community, oh, they were like, um, hey, this thing is looking a wee bit phallic. And Cliffith, I don't know if you saw it. It's it's it doesn't look great. It's not a great thing. Uh, I mean, he's very proud of it. But anyway, people are saying the kids shouldn't have to look at it on their way to school on the school bus. But anyway, two nights ago, someone actually cut the thing down in the middle of the night. Randy said um, he'd uh, press charges if he can find out who did it. And when he does, he might just go and take his justice into his own hands. He said when he finds him, he's going to say, "This spuds for you." Oh, 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 oh. Anyway, it's it, yeah. Big phallic potato. Oh, please don't talk about genital shaped tubers, boy. Oh, it's not <laughs> yes, appropriate here. Well, that's why it's a big hot subject. Oh, People are saying no. you shouldn't see it. Well, let let me go that's, ahead. That's why I'm bringing it up to make it a. Let's clear the air here with another hot subject. This one is about a New Zealand man who initially thought he had water trapped in his ear. But he said the true cause of the blockage turned out to be something more shocking. A live cockroach. (gasps) Kendall, this man, he's your age. He's 40. And his name is Zane Wedding of Auckland, New Zealand. Said he went swimming at a local pool. Beware the pools, guys. Local pool on Friday and then later felt something in his ear. I used some drops to clear it up, but he still felt blocked. Still felt a little blocked up in the old ear the next day. So he went to see a doctor who advised him to try using a hair dryer to try to dry up the water inside his ear canal. Hair dryer? Oh. Wedding said he felt... The feeling persisted, so he went to see an ear, nose, and throat specialist on Monday, and he said the doctor expressed shock immediately upon looking inside his ear. The doctor said, whoa, my dude, I think you have an insect in your ear. And the doctor took about five minutes. Need an insectologist. (laughs) I I don't know. Maybe they took it to one of those later. But the doctor took five minutes to extract the cockroach, and every time she touched it, I just imagined her squishing a cockroach into my eardrum, so I wasn't the perfect patient, but Wedding did say there was instant relief when the insect came out. I felt a pop as the doctor pulled it away, but I was left with lingering feelings of disgust. Still gives me the creeps he has been heard to say. Definitely, I... I don't think anyone should put a cockroach no, in their ear. I don't know. I don't dangerous. care if it gets them high or not. They shouldn't be putting cockroaches in their ears. Oh, just to become the, intoxicated. Oh, 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 no. Did I tell you when the when that bug flew into yeah. my ear and it was on my eardrum? That was, that's, see, I, I know a little bit of what he was going through. It was terrible. 
Candle nose. You should not put bugs in your ear. Don't do it, kid. Oh, what what are the children doing these days? I don't know. Oh, Cliff, that's that's all the hot subjects I got. That's all the hot subjects that you've got. Well, then I guess that's all the subjects that were hot. <laughs> I guess you are. You guys are released. I'm so glad, dear. We do have to oh, get back out there. We, I do goodness. want to see if we can save some of this parquet flooring, dear. It's We've really got to. We can put it in your purse. Let's just pry some of it. Oh, we may need a bigger purse, there, dear. Charles, do you have your hammer and crowbar, dear? Uh, well, do you think? I don't guess it's stealing. They're tearing the building down. Tearing um, it down, Candle. Tearing it's the first it down. time. Let let Charles do whatever he wants. All right, Cliff, we got to get to lizards. Better get to lizards. (laughs) We got the reptiles, the cold bloods. Kendall, did you ever have a chipmunk or a lizard as a pet? Well, I never had either for a pet. I had a hamster, which felt like a uh, uh, chipmunk at times, probably, the way it put stuff in its cheeks. Um. But I never had a lizard. I wanted one. I wanted a chameleon. They used to sell those in those magazines, oddly. They were like, we'll send you a chameleon in the mail. And I was like, Mom, I want to buy a Ew. chameleon. She's like, you are not getting a chameleon. No. Thank God my mother was smart enough to let, not let me do it. Thank God. <laughs> God? Thank you, Margie. All right. Cliff, let's talk about lizards, though. Let's talk. I'm sure you've heard about how lizards can just detach their tails if caught by surprise or if somebody's like trying to grab onto them, they just bloop, plop it off. Don't eat it. Will it detach just out of sheer surprise? Like if you if they came in for a surprise party, would their tail just fall right off? Well, I don't not probably not for like a surprise party. It it says that it's like a leftover reflex from their wild counterparts who would use this as a way to escape. And it, like for people that have pets, like freak out about it when it happens. But yeah, it they just it just happens when like especially if something like grabs their tail. But I don't think it's just like a surprise party. It needs to be quite a shock. Quite a shock. Yeah. So a big surprise party. Big yeah. Maybe the big surprise party would happen. When- we'll talk, Candle. Now apart from Antarctica, I have bad news for lizard haters because they're everywhere. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. Lizards, they find homes in deserts, marshlands, forests, you name it, Kendall. They live on the ground. They live in trees. They live under rocks. They live in holes. They live in bogs. They are literally all around. Everywhere. They're everywhere. Beware. 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 Now, when Beware. you see a lizard, do you freak out? I don't like no. them, and here's why. The scurrying. <laughs> I don't like anything that scurries. I don't know. I, I Lizards don't bother me. I mean, they sometimes like I'll jump like, oh, what is that? Thinking it might be a snake or something. But when I realize it's a lizard, I, I want to go like look at it for a second and just enjoy its beauty and it, its color. And, you know, I think it's great. Um, 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 then also, Cliff, they like the reason they look so dry is because some lizards can just go their whole uh, entire life without drinking water. Whole life. Can you believe that? I mean, it's kind of like us sometimes. We just don't drink our water. But they can go for a real long time without their water. Wow. Kendall, but you know what they do need? 
Sunshine. Just like me. That sounds like me. On a cloudy day. I can't stand it when it's cloudy. Oh, you. I love the clouds. I've looked at life from both sides now, from up and down, and still somehow, it's clouds illusions I recall, I really don't know clouds at all. Don't know Kindle lizards, they love the sun, they love it, they love it, but even they... Need to find some shade during the hottest parts of those days. Those desert living lizards. Oh, ones, Cliff. Yeah. Quit throwing shade at those lizards. Quit throwing shade. They Lift need the, the sunshine. Shade. They need it. I hate it. I hate it. I don't think that they're used very often anymore. But you know those pull shades on a window where you pull it down yeah. and then it's supposed to snap back up? It never Never works, in my right. life could I get that motherfucking thing to well, snap back up. It's, it's outdated uh, it technology. Outdated technology. They would end up pull. I'd have it pulled all the way down to the floor. <laughs> Broken. But now, speaking of chameleons from earlier, isn't it, oh, yeah. it... Don't you find it, like, just the coolest thing in the world that lizards, that some lizards can just change colors? They're just like, I just, you know, I'd rather be this color right now. They just do it. I'd rather be this color. I'd rather be that color. It just but blows they don't my mind. Change color. They don't change color though to blend in with their surroundings. I didn't say they did. I'm <laughs> not saying that you said that they said that they did, but I'm saying it really felt like an attack, Cliff. It felt like an attack. I'm saying they just do it, and it's more about their mood. Like you said, it's like, what do I feel like today? Yeah. Don't you wish you could do that? Not particularly. Of all the superpowers, <laughs> just being different colors <laughs> is not... Well, but see, that's why we have to wear t-shirts, Cliff, and that's why t-shirts are going to do so good at our store. Right. And now, but here's the thing. I don't want any t-shirts that are smaller than a 2X sold at the store. No. No, if you need something smaller than 2X, you need to go shop somewhere well, else. Well, no, no, no. I think what we'll do is you're, you're going to be there a lot, so you can take them in if skinny people come in. And want that would be an extra... Oh, that's a good idea. Be an extra couple bucks. And then while they're oh, waiting for the tailoring, smart. they can browse the VHSs. Is there one that they want to borrow for a few days for a couple yes. dollars? Oh, genius. And we're going to make so much money on, on alterations. Yeah. See, it's coming together. Kendall, while lizards may not drink much water throughout the day or even their entire fucking lives, like Kendall just said, they have a varied diet which provides them the nutrients they need. They eat grass. They eat other plants. They eat crickets. They eat beetles. They eat berries and seeds. Yeah, but unlike us, some some lizards can can go only having like three meals their entire life, and oh. you know that would never fly. No, <laughs> not gonna fly. Not gonna fly over here. <laughs> <laughs> now, Kendall, there's one lizard that if you see it <laughs> in your bathtub at night, you better run. It's the Komodo <laughs> dragon. Oh, if I see a Komodo dragon ever, I'm gonna be worried. It's the only type of lizard which is dangerous to humans, and it is capable of causing death to humans. 
Death to humans. Well, you may get hurt by another type of lizard, probably more of an emotional, like, why did he not ever call back hurt? But none has the venom like a Komodo dragon. <laughs> they belong to Indonesia, and they can be, Kendall, watch out, 10 feet long and Ooh. one bite. You've heard of once bitten, twice shy. How about once bit, you gonna die? Because one bite die. from this type of lizard is enough to kill a human. Watch out, Komodo dragons. Aren't they very endangered or something? Uh, no. There's no mention of that here in, in my notes from the writer's email, so I do not know. I certainly hope not. Yes. There's one lizard that is the, the makings of uh, nightmarish dreams. Komodo dream. dragon. Uh, that is all I can say. Well, that maybe that too. But no, the thorny devil, Cliff. Do you have thorny you seen this? Thorny devil. Of course, it's from a fucking Australia. No, a thorny devil. Um, they have, they kind of have. So they have a, um, a. It looks like a head on the backside of them. So when enemies like see it, they think that that's the head. Then they can like be looking for them because they think they're coming up from behind them. You know. Smart. Uh, and they get. They don't drink water. They get their fluid from ants that they eat. They just. They look terrifying. I think if you. Saw one anywhere, you would run away and never want to see it again. Oh, I think what a great idea! Just getting an ant—that's like them. That's their version of a bottle of water that they carry around. <laughs> they just go through so many bottles of water. Do you think they have keep an ant like in their pocket and they'll just unscrew its head when they get a little thirsty? Let's pop and it off. Screw the head back on when they've taken a sip. Kendall, well, if no, they haven't figured that out, they should. They should. Kendall, get on that, lizards. Now, we talked a moment ago about how lizards, they'll stick their tongue in and out. And you know why they're doing that? Not just because licking things is fun, but they're trying to smell stuff, Kendall. They have something called a vomeron, vomer, vomero, oh, vomero nasal organ. Nailed it. And... Yeah, that's how they kill. That's why they do it with their Vernero Magal organ candle. That's the, they're smelling. They're going, ooh, that smell. Can you smell that smell? Oh, they'd hate it around here. Well, that goes without saying. All right, Cliff. Well, uh, oh, what is that sound? What is that sound? Oh, that's the trolley. Ooh, what's that sound? Oh, there's the trolley, and it's bringing us. It's bringing us a true bushel town tale. Tales, I love them to be a tailin'. So true and so bushel town are these tales. Well, I, I can't wait to hear this true bushel town tale. Well, you and me both, Kendra, I'm just gonna sit back, relax, and let the trolley do its job. All right, let's go. This week's true Busheltown tale is called Sinners, Saints, Isis, and Aints. It begins last week in the South Busheltown suburbs. On Sunlight Boulevard lived the lower middle upper class Gibbons family. Emily Gibbons was locked away in Bushel County Penitentiary for mail fraud. And his beleaguered wife Shirley Gibbons was having an even worse go of it. On this particular morning, she just rescued her son, Jim Gibbons, from the cult of Rientologists that had taken over the old Hickory Nut Farm just south of town. 
That's Shirley and Jim coming through the door. Get in here, Jim. It's your home. No, it ain't. My home is and forever will be the Temple of Ramu. The Temple of Ramu is just an old fallen down farmhouse. Stacy and Slow Mo Wilkins lived there for 40 years, growing nothing but hickory nuts and ugly children. The past is over and the future belongs to me and the other Rientologists. Long live Ryblon, our benevolent leader. The future don't belong to him. Now get in here before I pull a switch down off the nearest tree and tan your alabaster hide. Not my hide. <sighs> All right, sit on the couch. The couch? Why? I have to deprogram you, Jim. How you gonna do it? Like this. Ow! Ow! Well, do you still pledge allegiance to Rybuns or whoever? Ow! It's Ryblon, and of course, may the power of Ryblon and the infinite wisdom of the cosmos protect me from these diseased thoughts. Oh. Lord, I don't know what to do. Ow. Ow. I guess I could look it up on the web. The web? Didn't you have a plan? Perhaps you forgot, but I am a busy lady. Your father is in the pokey living the high life because that scam he pulled when he collected all those donations through the mail for that pretend charity that was supposed to help falsely accused prisoners, he never dreamed he'd become falsely accused himself. What was he falsely accused of? Keeping all the donations instead of the money going on to innocent criminals. Didn't he do that? Yes, he did it, but the accusation was false. Don't you understand? Are you so brainwashed that you can't see the truth? Ryblon is the... Great opener of eyes. Oh, no. Now, here, watch TV while I Google up what to do. Just gonna traumatize you for life a little. Oh, <laughs> uh, here we go. Top 10 ways to deprogram a child or pet from a dangerous cult. I'll just click on this here. Well, what? Why? Uh, your computer isn't connected to the internet. Well, like hell it ain't. Wouldn't you know it, the web would go out just when I needed it most. Ryblon says there will be no more internet outages when we ascend from Temple Rymu to our home dimension, Ryon. There will be no sadness there, only Rye as far as the eye can see. We will worship the Rye, then it will feed us. Then more worshiping followed by further feeding off of the Rye. It'll go back and forth like that for all eternity. My baby Jim, you are wrong. I wish you could hear how, pardon the expression, incredibly fucking stupid that sounds. Oh, but let's just drop it for a minute, unless... Are you still a rhinologist? Yes. And let's take a break till the damn internet comes back on. My six-word review of Driving Miss Daisy. Shirley Gibbons and her son, Jim, took a break from deprogramming. They watched several situation comedy reruns and a reality show about dating people who were buried alive. As the evening wore on and the clock struck 9.45, Shirley tied her son's arm to his bed with nylon stockings, ensuring he couldn't abscond back to the Temple of Raimu as she slept. The following morning, 48 minutes after sunrise, the two were having breakfast. That's the microwave. I hope you still like bacon-wrapped hot dogs and Granny Tammy's maple syrup and mayonnaise sauce. Well, of course. I thought maybe your leader, rice pudding or whoever, might object. Ryblon says we can have whatever we want for breakfast. Same goes for all rye-ternity in Ryon. 
Now I know that man ain't just a bullshit artist. He's a bullshit Picasso. Painting girl before a mirror with, and please pardon the expression, the runny bull diarrhea on a silver palette. Oh, but sweet jam shit is shit is shit, no matter how pretty you smear it. What? I'll never have what I really want for breakfast again. Cause that's Kellogg's Product 19. A healthy and delicious cereal that was scornfully abandoned going on six years ago now. Those flakes ain't coming back, no matter what dimension we're in. Not even your flim flam rye man can do that. You don't know that. I sure do. Nuh-uh. In the land of Ryan, we'll have it all. Chocolate milk fountains instead of water fountains. Jim, 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 Jim. <laughs> Jim, Jim, Jim. <laughs> Mom, we'll just have to agree to disagree. Uh, under no circumstances, mister. But I will halt my deprogramming so that we might have a peaceful breakfast. We could just watch some TV. Later that evening, after 10 hours of television, Shirley and Jim turned off the set and faced one another again. Then there was a knock at the door. I'll get it. You might say something weird. I'll answer the door with you. It might be one of my fellow Ryantologists hot on my trail. It's Mr. Boxo from across the street. Oh, hey, Jibbinses. I got breaking neighborhood news. Are those sirens? Please say that the Wilkins farm is burning down, ending this Ryantology mess once and for all. No, not the Temple of Rymu. Rymu? No, it's the old abandoned circuit city just past Miller's Pond. Seems it was home to another cult, the Cool Ranch Davidians. They lit a bunch of fireworks trying to blast off to their new home on the moon or something. Uh, at least that's what Peggy's boy told Betsy and Leroy two houses down. Oh, I'm so relieved. Jim, that ain't an appropriate reaction. Lord, how must it be concerned? Think of the property damage. Okay, neighbors, gotta go. Somebody's gotta keep Sunlight Boulevard informed. Wait, did you say old abandoned Circuit City? Oh, uh, yeah, but I really must be heading out. You see, I... Mom, uh, Mom, I, I'm, I'm... What is it, Jim? I'm having a flashback. Oh, my! Over there, Mom, over there! Young Jim, I see him. Hold your old mule flappies. Can I get one? Can I get one, please, Mom? I got all E's on my report card. All right, why not? You've earned it. A and one of these CDs? I guess. <laughs> Excuse me, cashier. We'd like these items, please. A disc man and a copy of Schneid Twain's Up. You know, these things will be outdated soon. You really need an iPod and some MP3s. Mom, what's that man talking about? Never mind him, young Jim. Isopods and MSGs are none of my business. Sir, my boy wants his disc man and compact disc. And I will now and forever do whatever it takes for my boy to live his best life. A life of disc men and CDs. Then you said it would be a life of disc men and CDs. And it has been, Mom. It has been. I know now that you're looking out for me and this Ryantology business isn't right. Besides, 
If a cult as awesome sounding as the Cool Ranch Davidians can do something as dumb as burn down an old abandoned circuit city, maybe cults aren't as cool as I thought. Jim, Jim, oh, Jim, I am so happy. Me too. Jim, oh, Jim, praise Roblon. Uh, Mom. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's the story of how the old abandoned Circuit City burned down last week. More than a dozen laser printers were lost in the blaze. That's all for this week's True Busheltown Tale. Back to you, Cliff and Kendall. What a tale, Cliff. What a tale. What a tale. What a tale. Tales old as time that, you know, history book on the shelf. Keeps repeating itself. Oh, like us about lizards. I had one more thing to say about lizards. Hit me, hit me, hit me, hit me. Kendall, now, you know, there's only one lizard that has vocal cords. All the rest, they just don't say anything. You know how they communicate? Body language. Lizards, they don't like a lot of blather. They tend to think it is a bore. Yeah, but they don't. The only lizard that has vocal cords is the gecko. That's why he's the one that does those stupid insurance commercials. The universe picked him to do the commercials. The universe picked him. That's, you know, Kendall, it's a good way to look at it. The universe picked him, and who are we to quabble or quibble or whatever? Squabble. It ain't right, but it's okay. It ain't right, but we'll take it. Uh, now, what if Turco had released his own version of that Whitney Houston song, and it had been, it ain't right, <laughs> but it's okay. I'm gonna make it anyway. We'll make it anyway. Oh, what is that? Uh, what are those, those sirens are going on? Oh, uh, what are the sirens? A lot of what? sirens is all I hear. <laughs> dear, dear, we must get out of here, it seems. They're about to tear the building down right now. It's the siren of the oh, building being torn down. Did- did you, Charles, did you get the parquet floor? Let's get out of here quickly, dear. Oh, but we, oh my God. Cliff, grab, uh, I don't know, just let's go. Uh, oh. oh my gosh. Well, uh, the, 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 uh, well, luckily we got out. Nothing bad happened. The the building wouldn't come down. The booth was indestructible. It kept the building from falling. All of the support beams from the Hackmore house, they fell. They they imploded like they were supposed to. They just fell right in on the booth. But the booth didn't not, didn't even blink. If it had eyes, it didn't even blink them. All that duct tape we got on there. Kendall, it's the power, it's magic, oh, 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 it's magic. I in magic, magic. You know, and that's the end of the show. Yeah, we, sorry. Yeah, they're saying we have to get out of it. They have to move Got the booth out to take the building to down. Raise the whole place, buddy. All right, All right. get the booth out in one piece. Uh, okay, I trust him. All right, well, see you here next week. Okay, okay, okay. Thanks for listening to Cliff and Kindle Coast to Coast. Binge listen to more episodes at cliffandkindle.podbean.com. As I, as I, as I, as I, as I, 30 minutes, 30 minutes, 30 minutes, 30 minutes, all day, all day, all day, all day. They're everywhere, everywhere, everywhere.
love it. I love it. Ocus, Ocus, Ocus. Lizard, Lizard, Chipmunks.